I'm here at uh, Gen Con and it's day four now, the Sunday, and I'm here with the incredibly talented Jason Hill of Flying Frog Productions. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing good. And how's the show going for you so far? You know, the show's been going great. We've had a lot of people that are really excited about the new stuff we're showing off and uh, a lot of Brimstone fans and a lot of Fortune and Glory fans and a Touch of Evil fans. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, I'm going to ask you then, uh, speaking of the new stuff, what are you selling? <laughs> well, we're uh, some of the new stuff we're showing off at the show uh, are, we have a bunch of new Brimstone stuff, the Forest of the Dead Otherworld, which is pretty cool. It's like uh, a world that's between other worlds where all dead things go to roam forever. Uh. And uh, so it's a, a new Otherworld box set with a ton of new enemies uh, for Forbidden Fortress and Shadows of Brimstone. Uh, we also have some new enemies that we just debuted at the show. Uh, they're not retail release yet, but it's the Shikari Nomad Crusaders and the Void Swarms and Void Hives. And both of those are pretty cool. We kind of surprised everybody. We didn't announce anything uh, beforehand. We just had them here on Thursday and, and uh, people got pretty excited when they saw them. Yeah, you can tell from like just the names of the monsters how much yeah. sort of love and affection goes into like these crazy creations that you guys come out yeah. with. What are your big inspirations then for stuff like this? Oh, you know, it, it, we take in everything from, uh, you know, shows we watch, uh, you know, Stranger Things and yeah. Star Wars and, and uh, Lord of the Rings and uh, all movies, all shows, all books. You know, you, you uh, can't ever stop taking in inspiration, right? Like I mean, a sponge. It, it all adds up and, and then, uh, you know, it all goes towards wanting to tell cool stories cool okay so speaking of cool stories i mean with the amount of like the line that you've developed now of games you know it's it's grown and it's grown and brimstone's this huge sort of behemoth yeah, absolutely you know how do you start that from taking over when you're still going to breathe life force into all the other games like fortune and glory <laughs> and touch of evil well i'm sure a lot of people would say well clearly they don't <laughs> but no we're always working on uh, on all the games in the background and uh, you know different expansions card sets all sorts of different content for things one of the things uh, that we kind of had as an edict early on in our business model was to never do expansions for the sake of doing expansions it, you know we never wanted to be like oh it's that time of year again time to do a to roll it out expansion sort of thing. Yeah. or whatever we always wanted to make sure that it was like you know what I've got a really cool idea for something that's actually going to make this game better let's add a you know this new stuff and I think people will be really excited about it so from that standpoint uh, you know we always want to make sure we put the time in to, to develop it and make it as cool as it can be and really add something fun and new and exciting to the games uh, so that being said uh, you know a little bit ago we announced a 10-year anniversary for a touch of evil and a lot of people are really excited about that a lot of people were hoping we were going to have it at the show. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of manufacturing delays with it. Uh, you are, but man. Yeah, <laughs> there's only so much we can do, but uh, it's still coming. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have it as soon as we can, and we just want to make sure that everything is uh, solid and as good as it can be uh, before we get it out to, to the masses. Um, but people are pretty excited about that. So we're shooting to try to make sure we have that, uh, if we can, by the end of the year um, for the Touch of Evil 10-year anniversary. And it's in a nice, big, deluxe box uh, with a lot of cool... Uh, cool stuff uh, a fully re uh, you know a revamped version of the original game that introduced you know keeps all of those errata and FAQs and, and updates into the cards and into the into the game itself but then with some cool new content as well like the epic spectral horseman so it gives you a lot of cool extra flavor for fighting a bigger badder nastier version of the spectral the horseman advanced version sort of thing exactly yeah and having you know hunting gear that's stuff you can pick up for your heroes that's specifically made for hunting the horseman or having uh, you know uh, 
basically mystery cards that are specific to the horseman as okay. a separate deck. So when you're fighting that villain, it really feels like everything has to do with the spectral horseman. It's more sort of narrative driven. Yeah, very narrative driven. There's even uh, uh, objective cards for the horseman, the, the epic horseman, where uh, it gives you side objectives. So you put out three of those at the start of the game, and those are secondary objectives for everyone that's playing. Yeah. So it can be like, oh, you got to try to find his skull and try to get control <laughs> over him, or go try to find and chop down the blood tree where he draws his cool. power from. So a lot of really heavily thematic stuff uh, for specifically for that horseman. And if people like uh, that idea of the epic villains, uh, it's something that we totally would love to do for more of the villains uh, over time. Fantastic. And so with all of this going on and all these products coming out, how the hell do you find time to watch Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> it's lots of late nights. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, the thing is you have to try to get some sort of life work balance. <laughs> when somebody figures that out, you know, they got to let me know. But, uh, you know, we steal time here and there to watch stuff. And, and, you know, I say Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. I still haven't gotten to see the third season oh, yet. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's in my psyche and it's rolling around. And yeah. so I'm hoping post Gen Con there will be a little tiny, a little uh, downtime, a for little Jason. tiny <laughs> breath of fresh air where I can go and and check out season three because I've heard nothing but good things. Cool. Thank you so much for your time today. Uh, it looks like a fantastic stand. It's always busy when I come past. I've not had the chance to actually call you because it's being like wall deep. <laughs> uh, but it's brilliant to see all the new stuff coming out. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for coming by. You in person. Cheers. Yeah. This is Board Chitless. I'm here at Gen Con, day four now, and day I'm with four. Isaac Childress. Hi, how's it going? The beautiful and talented oh. Isaac Childress. Oh, you're flattering. <laughs> I'm very good, thanks. How are you holding up? <laughs> uh, I'm, so, I'm alive. I'm alive. That's about all I can say at this point. Yeah. How, yeah. How's it been in, in general, the weekend? Mad oh, Rush? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been crazy. It's been very crazy, but uh, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. It's happened. I'm, I'm really excited. What's been your big focus for this weekend? And what's the... Uh, tell us about the new launch. <laughs> I can't say anything yet. Uh, no, the focus, you know, has just been on selling and demoing. Uh, I've had some really good, like, key meetings with, with people that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. But, you know, very preliminary stuff I can't talk about yet. But, but, yeah, I'm excited about the future of Gloomhaven and where it's going. So. Cool. And the expansion's been doing really well. Like, every time I come past the yeah, stand, yeah. you guys have been absolutely snowed under... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, we're drawing a big crowd, which is always good, you know, because the crowd draws a bigger crowd. So, <laughs> Exponential. So yeah. 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 <laughs> and has there been any time for Isaac for you to have downtime and play stuff and get out there? Yeah, I've, I've been able to uh, to sneak away uh, the past couple nights and play play a few games. Anything that stands out? Anything new that you've been uh, buzzing about? No, I mean, I haven't really been playing anything new. It's just, you know, played a game of Gaia Project. Uh, you know, played some times up, you know, stuff like that. Just fun stuff that I like to play. Cool. Yeah. Bit of time to decompress. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I probably, it probably my time would probably be better served just sleeping. <laughs> but I, you know, there's games, so I have to play them. You know. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, it's cool that you get a chance to play games. Most of the guys I talk to have just been like, they get back to the hotel and just crash out unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> you no, managed to keep it going. That's probably the way I should do it. <laughs> but I'm just too obsessed with games. Cool. And what are you most looking forward to about the... Well, it's a bit late for that now. What was your biggest highlight of the show? <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, like that's really the only chance I've had to play games or even like, look at what's happening here. So, I mean, the only new game I think I've played is Medium. Right. Uh, which is pretty fun. Yeah, I've had some good times with that. Apparently, like 
my wife and I don't uh, think on the same level at all. So oh, it's, it's proved some things, has it? A, yeah, yeah. Some deep revelations. We're still married, so it's, it's still good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cool. Okay, well, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. It's been great to see you as always. Yeah, and uh, we'll speak to you at length in more detail in the future. Sure. Yeah. This is Bod Chitless, we're at Gen Con 2019, and I'm, I've just run into the crazy cats from Bored to Death. How are you doing, chaps? Good, man. Would you like to introduce yourselves? My name is Giancarlo Caltabiano, host of Bored to Death. And I'm Gianluca Caltabiano, behind the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you think of the show so far? I think it's great. Uh, this is, what, like our sixth, seventh year. I, I lost count. It's really, really fun. It is the last day, so we're a little tired. Yeah. But yeah, what about you? I can hear that voice going a little hoarse yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For seven years, hard. you guys are like stalwart veterans. Though. Yeah, we've been doing this for 10 10 years now we just finished about 800 videos uh, done holy since 2009 oh not this weekend then no god no <laughs> that's, that's not very impressive hell, you know 800 videos this weekend would be really <laughs> impressive <laughs> yeah you know i don't get that that paid for this right <laughs> <laughs> what have been your highlights so far which which games have floated your boat oh man I, there's, honestly there's been so many uh it's i can't even recall off the top of my head uh but i'm looking for a game looking forward to a game called life form i don't know if you've heard of it. No, <laughs> it. tell us all about it. Can't find it anywhere. There's no boots for it. What's going on? <laughs> the, yeah, the what great... about you? Is there one that in particular that stood up? Ooh, well, uh, I've seen Gale Force 9 have done Aliens, the board game. What? Yeah, and it's miniatures, and you get to be Hicks. Oh, and okay, okay. so that's pretty much a dream come true for me but I didn't get to demo it and I went over today I saw them playing it yesterday it was really crowded went over today I was like I'm going to be Hicks I'm going to play Aliens and they've cleared it away so I don't know if they've taken it oh, off to like some nice. video review thing or, or whatever but it's crazy. not there that's so, great well you see because the game I was looking forward to was Sierra West from Jonathan Pack Sierra West uh, super kind of heavy Euro and it's called Sierra West and uh, it sold out so I didn't get to play it I know the designer well. Well, good for them. You know, but they just, sold out. They didn't bring a freaking copy, so <laughs> it freaks the matter with you. Uh, you'll oh, yeah. just you'll have to hit him up for a, a sly oh, one. I will, I will. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Jonathan Pat Catton. Look him up, yeah. Cool. We also got a, we got a nice uh, box exclusive opening of uh, Glenmore 2. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Got yeah, that on video. Cool. And uh, Niels. You should go check that out. Niels. Right. At, Which, uh, at uh, uh, Parallel Games. Okay. Uh, they're, um, uh, not fun again, uh, Fun Tale. Fun Tale Publishing. Right. They, they made a new reprint, kind of a reprint, and a new game of uh, Glenmore. Ah, and, uh, I'll see if I can get yes, you in. I've seen this advertised. Yeah, uh, somebody was talking about it yesterday. Yeah, it's like a super, super gray, like deluxe hidden. version. Yes, right. And you should check it out. The okay. pieces are like I was I was moaning, looking at salivating, and he's like he's, he's rubbing his face here. Yeah, like, oh, look at the cardboard thickness. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna head over there now. You're gonna get me in. I'm gonna try and I'll, I'll introduce you to meals. Yeah, let's, let's do it right now. Okay. All right. We're off. Yeah. I don't have time for this podcast anymore. We're off. Uh, <laughs> this is thanks a lot, man. Thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Here we are, Board Chillers, Gen Con Day 4, final day, and I'm here with Adam and Brady Sadler. Guys, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you doing? Hanging in there. Yeah, I'm good. I'm better than you, voice-wise. I mean, <laughs> you guys sound huskier and sexier than I do, but you've been chinwagging all weekend, right? Yeah, I've been talking about Alter Quest for four days straight, so... Yeah, so tell us, Alter Quest, so this is the big like show off piece for you guys this weekend. Yes, so it's the uh, late pledges have just opened up, so people have been come check it out. We're pretty much run out of, yeah, we're out of flyers now, so there's lots of people taking home, checking out the Kickstarter, seeing what's available for late pledges, and everybody's been loving seeing it in person. 
Yeah, the components are absolutely gorgeous. The artwork's amazing. Uh, as soon as you guys turn your backs, I'm smuggling a copy home. <laughs> uh, how have you found it, Brady? I mean, you've got like Street Masters is here as well. And yeah, yeah. You've got the whole back catalog, the Saddlers catalog. Yeah, yeah. We had a Street Ma We sold out of Brook City, the bundle we had. We sold out first day, so we didn't bring enough Brook City. It's a hot item now. We got plenty of Street Masters here, and we also just announced our, uh, well, sort of announced the Contra. Contra! The Konami partnership. So all we can show right now is the logo you can't see that says Contra <laughs> with the Blacklist Games next to it. And, and, and so. coming coming 2020 yeah, is on the yeah, on the yeah. website. Is there, is there anything you can tell us about it? Uh, it's a board game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good info, yeah. Well, I, th I think we can also say it's going to be a Saddler board game. So. <laughs> <laughs> Two unique pieces of information you won't get anywhere else. Uh, have you guys had any downtime to show? Have you managed to like do any gamer stuff for yourselves? Uh, Brady did manage to pick up a lot of cool games that I want to try, but we haven't actually had the chance to do that yet. But uh, lots of meetings, lots of talking to fans, and selling Street Masters. So other than that, it's been good, but no, not a lot of downtime. This is the uh, least amount of gaming I've ever done at Gen Con, <laughs> but I got to check out the new uh, LCG, the FFG announced, um, the Marvel Champions. Did you get to play it? Uh, well, I, I watched some playthroughs, and I've watched the video, and I've got to touch the cards. So yeah. didn't have time to play, but I got a feel for it. I'm a day one buyer for sure. Yep. And I also had to pick up the, uh, the new Horrified, the uh, Ravensburger did. Looks awesome. I've got to play it, but I got some cool stuff. Just oh, the, what home. with all the Universal yeah. monsters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah very cool, cool production. Very cool art. So excited to actually, like, you know, take some uh, days off and just play some games for a change. <laughs> play some games yeah. instead of just pitching them the whole weekend. Selling them, <laughs> talking about them. <laughs> cool, cool. And have you had um, like any downtime at all over the weekend? Like, when you get away from the show, well, what do you do in the evening? Because I saw, like, I saw a photo of, I think, Adam, you were pitching or demoing for Tom Vassell, but it was like 8 or 9 o'clock at night or something? Oh, yes, yes. Tom wanted to learn Brooks. He had a copy of it, but he didn't. He wanted us to, to kind of teach him so he could learn quickly. Oh, right. So we ran so through that. skip the rule book yeah. and uh, go straight to the source. Exactly, yeah. So that went pretty well. It seemed like he liked it. Um, we had a lot of fun finishing the game, a four-player game. Uh, you know, probably like we got done by 11 o'clock, so it wasn't too late. Excellent, excellent. Okay, and what are you guys going to do to decompress when you get back home? Uh, watch a lot of Always Sunny in Philadelphia while I just don't move for a while or don't talk. <laughs> maybe maybe learn some games without having to talk about them. <laughs> about the same. Uh, probably play some of his games and uh, also sleep. <laughs> Fantastic. And we promised Scotty, our marketing guy from Canada, we're taking him to Top Golf because he doesn't have that up there. So it's a, it's like a restaurant driving range. You hit golf balls while you eat, eat food, drink beer. So we'll probably do that all the Only in America. Only in America. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thanks so much, guys. I hope you have a brilliant rest of the show. Yeah, thanks, man. Hello, this is Board Chitless. I'm here at Gen Con, and I'm only here with Caleb Flipping Grace of Fantasy Flight Games. How are you doing, Caleb? How did you know my middle name? <laughs> <laughs> I guessed. No one knew that. It's like Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> How's the show been for you so It's far? been a great Gen Con. It's, it's, it's been really good. We can tell from your voice this is a Sunday now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Usually I lose my voice on the first day. Oh, really? I made it a whole two days this year. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, it's been, it's been a mega exciting show for many reasons. Reasons, so but we've had a massive new launch from Fantasy Flight. Um, yeah. Some comic book or something? Yeah. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. It's Marvel, baby. Marvel. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> Everyone knows what a big Lord of the Rings fan I am, but yeah. maybe doesn't. Everyone doesn't necessarily know. Like I've been in the Marvel comics for just as long. Uh, just grew up on the X Men and Avengers and all of that. So it's. I can't believe how lucky I am to go from like here. You're working on Lord of the Rings. It's like your favorite <laughs> thing and. 
oh, now we got your other favorite thing. It's Marvel. <laughs> and you actually get to help co-design this one with a couple of great guys. And yeah. Going to have this whole talented crew of artists and graphic designers and producers with you. Well, you've been working on this for ages, like trying to keep it under wraps. And Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> this has been like a lion in my chest, just, just roaring to get out for about a year and a half now. It's like being yeah. in the special forces, but not allowed to tell your family. Kind of uh, I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> what that's like, Tristan. <laughs> cool. Can you tell us anything about like the game itself? Does it follow in the footsteps of Lord of the Rings and the horror card game? It's similar in the sense that it is a, a fully cooperative, story-driven game, but it is a huge departure from Lord of the Rings and Arkham in terms of the overall feel of what it's like to play. Both Lord of the Rings and Arkham are, are very um, deep strategy. Um, you know, the odds are against you. How are we going to survive this? We're really going to have to pull together if we even have a chance. Yeah. And um, Marvel is very much more like, oh my gosh, look what Spider-Man can do. I'm just going to swing in here and kick Rhino in the face. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, he's, he's trying to do his thing over here but i'm just gonna stop him watch and and so it's yeah it, the, the whole the whole thing behind it was this sense of uh, empowerment and fast-paced and we just want you to feel like a superhero right when you're playing the game fantasy, yeah. yeah yeah so like i think lord of the rings and arkham are, are, are awesome for what they are and that they evoke the right feeling of like you know what makes lord of the rings so much fun for me to read and revisit is every time I read them, I'm like, oh my gosh, are they even going to make it to Mount Doom? <laughs> yeah. you know, they paint such a grim picture, and it makes it, you know, like, like, oh, are they even strong enough? Do they even have what it takes? But when you read Marvel Comics, it's like, oh, why is this villain starting this? Doesn't he know? <laughs> doesn't he know what happens when you poke a stick at the Avengers? Like, hasn't he seen Captain America throw a shield? <laughs> He's so done. Right. Uh, yeah. So we just, it, it's. Uh, it must have been a lot of fun, like yeah. from a design point of view, freeing you up from that. Having, like you say, having to create a, a feeling of overwhelming dread to all of a sudden, like trying to come up with power cards that give that sense of. Uh, yeah, all, all the initial reactions from our testers and and other developers was like, "Isn't this totally busted? What what this hero can do? Isn't this like just totally OP?" And I'm like, "Yeah, isn't it great? That's that's the whole point. You're a superhero. You want to feel like you're a superhero and that you can do things no one else can do." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it really, it's it's an interesting learning curve because we kind of had to like free ourselves uh, of the restrictions we put on ourselves for the other games you know to have the correct feel there here it's like the the chains are off and we can just like let loose and, and have a lot of fun so the hearing people get excited about it's been really rewarding yeah yeah no, i one cannot wait i mean i obviously love marvel but my mm. nine-year-old son is massively into the movies and stuff. Awesome. So it's gonna be the most beautiful game that we can play together. You know, we get to play as Spider-Man and yeah. probably fight each other over who gets to be Spider-Man. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. that was actually part of that was another guiding principle on the 